This is Inside with Outsiders. I'm Jeremy S. Gary, and today's guest is Marcus DJ Marvelous Malloy. How's it going, everybody? I'm good, man. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Oh, I forgot. Jeremy. Sorry. I, I thought you were talking to me, not the audience. <laughs> um, so, uh, Marcus, I've known you because uh, of our ties to nightlife, but you've been you've been uh, an out an outsider. Yes. You've come out to a few events, and you've been like our outsiders ambassador to Jersey Jersey City folks, yes. and I appreciate that. Ah, not a problem at all. I appreciate what you bring to the to to the culture of it. Oh. It's not just about clubbing, right? You know, I mean, but it's no longer clubbing. It's it's the outdoors now, of right. course. But um, yeah, uh, I I kind of want to want to get to know you. This is what the uh, the podcast is about. Your story, okay, and um, and also like you know how you've tr developed into the person you are now. How you got into the DJ in the first place, and what mm -hmm. else you're up to. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I know you're a Jersey native. Where are you from? Uh, Piscataway, New Jersey. What's that like? For those who don't know. The suburbs. <laughs> suburbs. Okay. The suburbs. What was it like growing up in the suburbs? It, of, was, it uh, was great. Yeah. You know, we, uh, we rode our bikes around. We played sports. We did all the things. It was just space. Right. Yeah. Sound like a little Goonies uh, actually, suburban. Uh, actually, uh, it, was, it was very similar to that. Really? I have a little crew. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> little BMX bikes. Yeah. Um, how did you... Like, you, you know, you have obviously a love for music. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing you must have always loved, mu always loved music. Uh, definitely. I would probably attribute my initial love for music to my parents and my older sister. How so? Well, my parents used to throw big barbecues. Okay. And they have their uh, friend Ron come over and DJ. And what year are we talking now? Ooh. What years? Like, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, I'm 42. Okay, we're the same age, yeah. Yeah. So that was about, I guess I caught wind of it around 85. Okay. Where I'm like cognitive. Right, right. And I'm sitting there. So what, was, what, was, what, what, what artists and what songs are you thinking about when, when you think about that time? Oh, Rapper's Delight. Rapper's Delight, really? Yeah, totally. Okay, for me it was more like Michael, J I was a big Michael Jackson fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, was uh, I loved MJ, I loved Prince. Yeah. I loved the, the late 80s, early 90s, mm -hmm. but you know, Rapper's Delight just took, it took to me. Yeah. Everybody was jamming. Right. So, 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 was there like a DJ back there in, in like your, your parents' parties or what? Oh, Ron. Huh? <laughs> Ron, Ron, Ron was my dad's friend. Yeah. He'd bring over his gear. Yeah. You know, back then there's tons of gear. Yeah. I mean, that's tons. prior to. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Serato, all this stuff now. Right. You know, all that. And I was the kid that uh, stood next to him and watched him do what he do. I see kids do that to me. Right. You know, I mean, he's the one that actually, did he teach you? Did he like no, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't teach me. He gave me some great advice in the beginning. Right. Always play for the crowd. <laughs> right. Number one. Of course. But um, that's where I got the bug. That's what right. I call it, the bug. Of course. Yep. Now, aside from DJing and, and music, what other passions do you have growing up? Uh, sports. Yeah. Yeah. Big basketball guy. Did you play ball? Oh, yeah. 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 Really? Basketball and football, but I love me some basketball. Are you still hoop? <laughs> nah. <laughs> did you play high school? High school, a little bit of college. Where did you play in college? Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina? Yeah, down in South Carolina. Is that D3? Uh, D1 AA. And you played D1 AA? Mm -hmm. Really? I was a decent point guard. Okay. Actually, <laughs> it's better than I thought it was. So, <laughs> so were you a walk-on? Uh, basically, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you get, I know walk-ons, you know, it's tricky. Did you, did you get uh, time on the court? Like playing games? Uh, no. No, all right. No, no, no. I didn't like the South. You what? I didn't like the South. No, I'm just saying, but when you played, when you, when you were on the team, did you actually get playing time? No. 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 I played for like a half a semester. Yeah. I'll tell you the whole story. <laughs> I, I love to hear. It's yeah. funny because <laughs> I, I played ball in college, but my first year of college was in Ohio. Yeah. 
and uh, I was on the team, but uh, I, again, like, um, I wasn't the only one that wasn't from Ohio, but it was right. majority Ohio kids. Right. And slowly but surely, one by one, the kids that weren't from Ohio dropped off the team. Yeah. And I was the last one, and I only played a, a semester, but mm -hmm. I was the last one on the team that wasn't from Ohio. And yeah, I remember the, the game, the last game I played. Right. I was like, I feel like they're not passing the ball. And <laughs> after the game, I asked my roommate who came to watch me play, yeah. he was like, was it just me or were they not passing me the ball? Like, <laughs> they just didn't pass you the ball. They, they stopped passing me the ball. So I just, I didn't like their system. And I remember right. not just, not that we're going to go into a basketball tangent, but <laughs> I remember the we first can, game I could, get in, could. the first game I get in, in, uh, in Ohio, Yeah, I think I dropped eight points in six minutes. I was balling, mm, balling. right? And these guys were like, they, you know, they, they give me little shit in between right. like, in practice. Like before that, they were like, you didn't average like however many you average in, in high school. Yeah. And I was like, I did. Well, watch me ball. So when I get in, I was already way faster than these guys. Right. Like, you know, these are big guys, but yeah. they're not as fast. Not as fast. So yeah. I remember putting up eight points right away. I'm like, yeah. And the coach takes me out right away. He's like, you're not playing in our system. I'm like, in your system? system. <laughs> I'm dropping buckets. <laughs> right, right, right. That's the system. <laughs> exactly. The system is score and win. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it's a different culture, and I end up not liking it. And, and thankfully, I, I left, and I actually went to Hunter College, and I played Hunter. Nice. Um, I enjoyed Hunter definitely the first year, and after that, right. um, there's some differences with the coach. I understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I had um, I got a call August after my senior year. I graduated. And a guy, I forget his name right now, but he called up and said, hey, we have a position down here if you want to walk up. Nice. I had never heard of school. I had never seen the school. I heard of Coastal Carolina. I hadn't at the yeah. time. You know, I think they're yeah. I mean, they made they might have made the no. They, they, they do they're doing all right now. Yeah. This is twenty years ago. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, talking to my parents, I'm like, "What do you want to do? We don't have time to go down there and check it out and take yeah. a look at it. You could either go or go to Rutgers North." Right. And I said, "Well, I don't ever want to regret this." So, how long did you stay there? Six months, first semester. Oh, you left after the first semester? Yeah, just didn't oh, like you it. Went back to Rutgers Newark. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's a good school. Rutgers. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally love Rutgers Newark. But at that time, coming back, I guess I was like basketball jaded in a way. It happens. And I said, I'm just yeah. going to come back and DJ. Yeah. Oh, okay. Lamar so what you, was how old were you when you started DJing? Oh, I started DJing when I was 15. Really? So you, uh, so I remember, like, listen, when you're in high school and you're young mm -hmm. and, and there's a DJ, yeah. DJ is the coolest dude. Uh, right? Yeah, the DJ uh, like, oh, he's the DJ. You, everyone wants to be the DJ. I don't pat myself on the back, but you know. <laughs> I mean, but that's the fact. Like, as far as like, you're well regarded as the cool guy because yeah. you're the, you know, yeah, the would, MC, would, the DJ, yeah, whatever. I would do the, uh, the we had, in, in the birds, we had firehouse parties. That was the whole thing. You ran firehouse out, parties? Yeah, you ran out the hall in the firehouse for two, three hundred bucks. I don't know. Really? And throw parties. I didn't know that. Yeah, he charged like five bucks a head. You print the, I, I would have, I'm about to tell him my mom right now. I'll have her print out the uh, the flyers on a big sheet yeah. at work and then hand them out okay. in high yeah, school. Yeah. yeah, that's how it all started. Old school promo. Right. So so music, sports, how about the outdoors? Were you much, because I, I know like, I, I wasn't expecting, I don't expect a lot of my people from, you know, nightlife to yeah. really be outdoorsy folks, although, you know, slowly transition as they, mm -hmm. they they get tired of that scene but right you know I, I, I didn't necessarily expect you to not only partake but like mm -hmm. be such a vocal supporter absolutely um what when you were younger were you were you much of an outdoorsy person not just like riding your bike and so all the riding the bi mm -hmm. bike riding is how we started the outsiders right but when did your your love of the outdoors happen my love of the outdoors happened late yeah 
I, I wasn't really outdoorsy. Like the first time I went camping was Burning Man. I want to talk to you about that too. <laughs> yeah, that's some, the first time I came was in the desert. Yeah, I was bugging. Yeah. <laughs> that's a hell of a time. The first time to go camping, was Burning, Burning Man. Burning Man, right? <laughs> I took it to the top. Listen, <laughs> Marcus, aka DJ Marvelous, is all or nothing. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. You so gotta, actually, you know? it's funny because when I was taking notes for this uh, for this interview, mm-hmm. one of the things I put down was I want to know how the hell. Like, listen. There's there's a demo that you would expect to be at Burning Man, a demographic, right? Definitely. And uh, it's diverse, but when I think about who's going to be there, never really crossed my mind, like, oh, you're the type of person. Not to say that there's... I get it. You mean it, right? But, yeah, like, uh, and it. I'm not talking about race or anything. I'm just talking right. about, like, interest in the scene we're in, right? Yeah. And I remember you telling me like, you kind of were coaxed into going to uh, the Burning Man, right? Like, someone, it's not like something you were adamant about going over to right away, was it? No, 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 no. The story of me going to Burning Man, it's, it's a two-pronged thing. Let's hear this. There was a, there was a, a lady that I work with by the name of Lee Bloomer. She I know Lee Bloomer. Events. Lee yes. Bloomer? Yes. Where do you work with her? Well, I worked with her for years uh, doing those crowbar, the studio mesmo. So I met her at, at crowbar. Right. So I was her event she? DJ. Yeah, she, she God, away, God bless right? her soul. She yes. passed away, yes. I thought so. God yeah. bless her soul. Yeah. And I learned a lot from Lee. Yeah. She's a legend. She was, a, I mean... <laughs> Just, just remembering her again. Uh, Crowbar was like my entry into like trendy mainstream like mm-hmm. uh, clubs in New York, and yeah. uh, I, I looked at Lee Bloomer. It looked like an old white lady who mm-hmm. was like, you know, yeah. uh, or Jewish lady. I'm not sure. Yeah. But she, I was like, all right, she's involved in this club. The opening day, like all these cool people, like yep. crazy legs, like yep. all these random people, like, oh, Lee was Lee, like, how Lee. does this old <laughs> Jewish lady Lee, or Lee. white lady? Know all these cool people. She was the best. But she, but she, <laughs> she was so heavily ingrained in the events and yes. nightlife business that she was ingrained. Yeah, no, yeah. it was her life, but she ran it. Like she yes. was super organized. She had her systems in place. Yes. And I thought she was such an interesting character because, again, looks can be deceiving. Definitely. And I didn't expect her to be so plugged. Yeah, I was yeah. working in the marketing department at Crowbar. I, I, me too. <laughs> I was this, working there. This is like over four. I, I was working Something there six like months before they opened up, yeah. and then uh, for the following six months after, or a year after they opened up. Yeah, no, I came later. Okay, that's so interesting. So, I'm working in a marketing department. Long story short. Tim Bauman? Yep. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I love Tim. Sounds he used to dude. book me at a guest house at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love Tim. Um, I ended up DJing. Something got messed up at um, Pink Elephant for yeah. a private party. And they knew I DJ, but I was, you know, I was doing Jersey clubs. And they were like, well, can you DJ this party? I said, yeah, sure. I had my laptop with me, boom. Did the party. Uh, did another one. And then like a week later, I'm getting a phone call, 212 number on my phone. I'm at home chilling. And then my guy, uh, David Cohen, yeah, DC calls me up. It's like, bro, Lee's calling you. I'm like, okay. That's just old lady Lee from the, from the yeah. office over there. Yeah, exactly. He's like, bro, you better call her back right now. You don't know who you, you, that lady calls. You pick up the phone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and she called. She was, had a couple events for me. And she was like, you're going to be my uh, my event DJ. Oof. Yeah, I told Dave that day, say, like, you don't even know what just happened. And, yeah. I, and I didn't. I mean, that's that's basically uh, your annual income set. Whew. Yeah. The, 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 that started a lot. So yeah. back to the Burning Man thing. Is one day I come into the office, it's late August. I'm like, where's everybody? Yeah. She's like, oh, everybody's at Burning Man. I'm like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, well, lo and behold. <laughs> she's like, everybody, this is a big party in the desert and everybody's camping. I'm like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that sauce is hot. It's dirty. Yeah. It's all of that. And and it's, and and <laughs> if they explain it any further, it's like a barter system. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, stores. Yeah, there's yeah, no, yeah, all of that. Yeah. I'm like, mm, I don't know. Yeah. But she said to me, she said, if you ever get the opportunity to go, yeah, go. Okay. She said, truck, just trust me. Go. Right. And this is Lee Bloomer talking to yeah. me. Okay. So Lee had passed the year, my first year. Mm-hmm. She passed away in April and May. And uh, a friend of mine, she had been several times. And she was like, she just happened to mention to me. She was talking about it. And she was like, do you want to go? And I was like, <laughs> but then I remember what Lee said. Yeah. And I said, yeah. Yeah. She told me to go. And, um, you know. So talk about that first experience. Obviously, when we've, what we've already spoken about, you're mm-hmm. not an avid outdoors person. You're not someone who's, Mm-mm. I guess, the typical one to rough it, right? Right. No. Um, no, no. And, <laughs> and, and, and that was your introduction to the outdoors? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, if you think about it. It's extreme. It's, it's extreme, but it's mm-hmm. not so far fetched because it's involving nightlife. Yep. And the outdoors. Yeah. Probably a lot of drugs, which is not really the outdoors, <laughs> more nightlife stuff. But again, like as far as a melting pot between the two, it's more, it's definitely more on the club side than it is the outdoors. But it's, 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 it's a, that's a, that's, I mean, it's a different element of the outdoors, right? It's both. It's both. During my years of going, my first year was rough because here I am camping in a hundred degrees. I never, I never camped. I don't even know how to put the tent up. Right. You know, that, that's all a learning curve. Yeah. Rebar and all this other stuff. I never even heard of this stuff. Right. You know? <laughs> The, the 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 my main thing was making sure I had enough beer for the week. Right. <laughs> and w- where'd you get food from there? Uh, we brought it in. Oh, okay. You brought it. And then food. then you know you can go to various camps and people are just you know there's a pancake camp. Oh, they make us pancakes. Really? There's a mojito uh, camp. What was your several camp? mojitos. We were lazy school days. We do uh, kid themes parties, okay. like summer camp. Gotcha. We got a volleyball thing going on. We yeah. did a 90s sing-along. Yeah. All types of other stuff. Okay, so everything is themed or resource-based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People come up with some real crazy things. Yeah. I've, you I've know, seen photos. I mean, honestly, yeah. like, I wouldn't mind going just because aesthetically it looks oh, su- such, like a, such an interesting place. And it's like the, art the second insane. biggest city in Nevada. Yeah. Um, for a week. For a week. Yep. Yeah. It's insane. And there's like crazy traffic jams going in and out oh, of the place. Bro. Oh, bro. I, I couldn't believe how patient I was. We waited a day to get in. What do you mean you waited 24 a day? hours. Actually, 26. Why? Because that year it rained. <laughs> I, went, I went on a crazy year. It was a freak lightning and, lightning and thunderstorm. I don't know where it does it. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, lightning, lightning. And I don't like lightning. Thunder, I'm fine with. But there's no, you know, li- I'm seeing lightning go to the ground. Oof. Yeah. So we had to wait because uh, the, the playa was muddy. You couldn't drive yeah. on it. So we literally had to wait for it to dry. Waited 24 hours outside the gate. Yeah. They called it purgatory. Purgatory, <laughs> really? <laughs> but it was so cool to me because here I am. I'm out there doing yoga. I'm meeting all these cool and weird and interesting I people. Saw photo, I saw photos from your trip. <laughs> yeah. You look out of your mind. Totally. I mean, I'm like I'm on Mars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and everyone dresses like oh, yeah, yeah, you wildly get weird. crazy. The first year in. I didn't. The first year I was just like a jean t shirt guy. Yeah. You know, so I didn't get it. But then as I as I got started to meet more people and understand, it's like sometimes you gotta let it go. What a was the direction you took with your outfits for that? Oh, I was first. First? Yeah, but yeah, in yeah. And yeah. the heat? Oh, at night. Oh, at night. It's yeah. cold. I'm looking like Joe Namath. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about during the day? 
during the day. Shorts and t-shirts. Shorts and t-shirts. It's too hot for all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Cool shades. Yeah. Not expensive ones. Just like some bad ones. Right. You know, pink zebra ones or something. I don't know. So that Tiger was your brand. intro to the outdoors. That's yeah. insane. I, I don't know if I know a more interesting story to the outdoors. Yeah, some people say I'm a little crazy. Yeah, I, know I, I remember I called my mom up and had to tell her. So I always like my mom no Ryan. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, listen, I'm going on this trip to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going, it's a DJ thing. Don't look it up, mom. <laughs> it's, a, it's a DJ thing. So, you know, I'm not going to have cell service for about a week. Yeah. She's like, Marcus, are you going to that thing in the desert with those hippie, crazy white people? Yeah. Oh, she said that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she wow. said, I saw it on 60 Minutes the other day. Oh, my goodness. I was like, wow. That, that's yeah, that's, that's where I'm going. <laughs> She's like, that's something you would do. Yeah. <laughs> So from there, mm-hmm. well, one, how did that experience change your life? Oh, definitely. And how? Like oh, what, pr- what perspective. Changed? Perspective. Because some, some of the thoughts that I saw, number one, how did you think of it? Number two, how did you make it? Number three, anything's possible. So you yeah. see some, some mind-blowing things out there. Yeah, you know, that's like some fire, it's like some welder made some fire-breathing dragon all types type of, of stuff. Stuff yeah. you see in the day that looks like a pole yeah. at night makes the ground look like it's moving. Really? Yeah. Cause they build art for the day and art for the night. Oh uh, yeah. It's like it's like. Is there a requirement to? Are you required to bring some sort of art? Um, piece? you have to bring something to it, not necessarily art. You know, my. You have fir- to contribute in some way. Yeah, okay. yeah. My first year, I didn't know what to bring. You know, I that year I just DJed in camp. Yeah. Now when I go, I may go DJ to other camps, provide a service. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I realized that my first year, right around the middle of the week. Me and my buddy Mark, we had calculated enough beer for a week for each day. You know, I like my I like my Budweisers, so I had a, ten beers a day. <laughs> he might be pissed at hearing that, by the way. <laughs> Sorry about so, that. So, so, Chris, <laughs> I don't, I don't so Chris, so uh, <laughs> well, we refer to him as Bams. He, uh, he, he, him and my twin brother have a, a liquor blog. It's okay. kind of like uh, everything liquor based. It yeah. could be uh, beer, booze, a, any sort of accessories, any news, anyway. Yeah. He has a series called Beer with Bams. So okay. it's, it's like a non it's a beer non beer review beer review. Right. Gotcha. So he just cracks a beer, talks yeah. about the company briefly, has mm-hmm. a beer, may say a comment or two, and then that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. But that's obviously a beer connoisseur. Yeah, so, that's uh, why I drink the worst beer. But I, I but <laughs> I say he might be he wouldn't be pissed. Obviously Budweiser is probably a beer I, I don't never ever drink. I right. Yeah. I, it's something I just don't like that rice flavored beer like I mean, is it rice flavored? I'm pretty sure it's made. Yeah, it's made like it's it is totally not the best beer. Right. No. No. No, but it's like water. You can yeah, have yeah. It's a step up from water. I mean, yeah. I, I like I like uh, the uh, champagne of beers. Oh yeah, no, highlight yeah, yeah, my favorite yeah, beer, like man. Oh, that's, that's a good one. one. Yeah. Little nips too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so okay, go ahead. So, oh, so, so Wednesday, I realized I got four days left, and I got like cases in the in the in the SUV. Yeah. Can't, we can't. I can't possibly drink all this. It's funny because uh, when we, you know, depending on the form of transportation we have for outsiders, yeah. Uh, typically, when we had the buses, and we're, we're just incorporating them again recently, uh, right. when we do have a lot of leftover beers, yeah, uh, we offer people to take them, take, take them with you. Right. Not, not all of them. Sometimes, no, no, you know, but a little like road soda for yourself. Want a road soda, right? Go right, for right. It, you know? That's basically what I did. Yeah. So. I'm like, all right, I got to start getting rid of this because we're driving back to Reno in a couple of days. And I'm, I'm going to do it over there. I can't yeah, bring it exactly. on the plane with me. Right. So I got a cooler. And I put Is it a rolling cooler? Uh, it's, a little, it's a little white cooler. Are you, wait, cooler. Before, I, I'm just going to uh, interject real quick. 
Uh, are you going again? Are you go every year now? Um, I haven't gone the last two years, but I'm definitely going. If this you year. go again, let me know. We have a great partner in Rover Coolers. Okay. And you can actually there's a bike attachment. Uh, it's oh. got these wheels. You can actually go off roading with it. It'll stay on there. Yeah. You can roll it around. Mm -hmm. I'll get you one of those. Perfect. And, uh, Perfect. And you know, roll around uh, my Burning Man with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out to Rover Products. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah. So I brought out a little. I got a little bag of ice. And. I dumped a couple of beers in there. And I wrote. Where do you get the ice from? You can buy ice. Oh, you can only, only two things you can buy out there is ice and coffee. From where? They have a it's called Arctica, Antarctica, Arctica. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's they, all they do. They're the ice camp. Understood. <laughs> that's, okay. Just do ice. And you <laughs> buy it with money? Yeah. Because I heard it's like barter interaction. Only two buy. things you can buy. Okay. Ice and coffee. Gotcha. Yeah. See. So okay. So you you get this cooler. Yeah. I dump these. I dump the beers in there. Yeah. And I go sit on the edge of camp. It's like a just picture is like a corner. Yeah. Street corner. And I sit out there. I got a thing. And say, hey guys, I got a free beer. Yeah. As people are walking in to go do whatever they do, just walking by. People are like it's cold. I'm like, yeah. They take one. So now a guy comes up. He's got his guitar. Yeah. He sits down. So you mind if I play a little bit? Go for it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Another guy comes up, he's got a bongo. Yeah. So now they're jamming out. People are coming to get the beers. I go back and get more beer. Yeah. Ends up being like 30 people. We have a whole jam session, like two, three hours. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> it was ridiculous. That's beautiful. I though. met some cool people, yeah. some weird people, everything. All because, you know, my contribution that day was to give out beer. And Random question is obviously a question I'm going to ask. But Shoot. when you meet people out there, chances are you don't your phone you don't have cell phone service. Right. I don't know if you're charging your phone, but are you exchanging contact information? Maybe. A lot of conversations you have are very random, you know. And each year, I take less pictures. Each year, I'm less attached to the phone. Yeah. yeah the phone will be on me, but I'm not thinking about it. The first right, because year, snapping away. And, then and why is that? Explain why. Because you want to be in the moment. Yeah. You know, you're leaving a world and you come into a world, enjoy that world you're in. Yeah. Especially because you know you got to go back to the other one. <laughs> so, 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 so profound. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, after day yeah. three, you're like, I don't want to go back. Yeah. <laughs> Stay I, here. No, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> um, so now, obviously, it's changed your perspective. You got mm -hmm. more present. Has your, uh, have you gotten, to the outdoors more often, like mm -hmm. locally, because of this experience. Yeah, I go camping, do all types of stuff. I never really? did before. Yeah. How often do you do that? Mm, take three or four times a year. Okay, not too often. Well, because I know you hit us up. You come out with us maybe once a year, mm -hmm. which you got to do a little more often. I will. I will. You know. <laughs> um, but you know, you've introduced some cool people. Julia, I believe yeah. her name is. Yeah, it's and the other people. Mm -hmm. You're always following our stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, you go camping. Is there much? else you do in the outdoors uh i wouldn't say no well, yeah not that you're opposed just no not that i oppose just well mm -hmm. well what do you in terms of your life what are your you know what are your your goals in life what's like what's success mean to you like you're a dj but yeah. like is what's the what's the uh end goal for you uh maintain happiness in a, in, a, in a lot of different forms you know of course i love to be the richest guy but that don't mean i'm gonna be happy Right. I've been dead broke and been happy, you know, and just uh, following that path or whatever I deem my happiness to be. And what, uh, how do you envision your career path going? 
Oh, that? I want to do festivals. So keep pursuing the DJ. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. You know, I've done uh, hip-hop, Hot 97, Power, done all that, those clubs, yeah. done the open format, yeah. corporate events, award shows. Now I'm looking like I want to do house music festivals. House music festivals. Yeah. How's your house music game? Pretty good. Yeah? I think so. I mean, you've done open format. I know you're yeah. diverse in your yeah. musical taste, so yeah. obviously it's possible. Yeah, totally. Okay. You know, hard work, network. Of course. <laughs> um, and what's, I guess, what motivates you to keep on pursuing these, these goals? The love for the music. In so all honesty. It's, it's never diminished at all. It's always been... Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And as music has changed, so has my interest. Yeah. You know, early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, the era of hip-hop and R&B and things of that nature was just amazing. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm the old guy now, and I look at the, the era of hip-hop now, and I'm like, eh, don't really want to play this all night, you know? I've always been a househead, because that's why I learned how to DJ on, on what I call Jersey House. Yeah, yeah. Kenny Bobine <laughs> and Follow Me and all that stuff, you know, yeah. that, 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 the old school stuff. But I, I do like the, the EDM and the tech house of today, you know? So a lot of times when I go out, I go out to do those, those type of venues. Where do you go for those? Mm-hmm. Where, where do you go? Oh, obviously like Mirage. Mirage. Brooklyn Mirage. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And uh, Avant Gardner. Avant Gardner. I saw Kitchen out of there. See what I'm saying? Amazing. <laughs> I'm a huge Kitchen Out yeah. fan, so well, it's dope. Yeah, it's yeah. got some great remixes. Yeah. So, and, and 10 less to go to um, the other scenes because, uh, you know, I get bored. Just now, let me ask you this, too, and I, I experienced this myself. Your, uh, your network, you know, as you get older, a lot yeah. of people end up, and this is, this is standard, but having family, family units, yeah. you know, your, your, your core circle kind of it spreads apart. And Absolutely. You know, I notice you still have a great community around because everyone you turn to outsiders is part of this like community of friends you have. Yeah. But how has that changed? I mean, have you noticed a change in your your circle because of time? Definitely. And how do you re up? Like, what do you do to to keep your community um, tight? Well, I guess I understand that you're not going to see people as often. All right. You know, they get married. Yeah, have a kid, you know, drift apart, you know, but uh, just staying in contact. I guess I guess it's maybe it's a social media based thing. And how do you stay relevant music wise if you know as you get older you kind of get moved from the younger, trendier uh, audience? Well, you gotta hang out with the younger, trendier ones. And so is you always you do that. You yeah, yeah. Is like that a lot tiring. Of, no, I mean I, I play I play. I play with him a league. <laughs> right. I'm not staying out all night. Yeah, no, 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 no. I was all nighters, y'all. Let the kids do that. And what about making music? Oh, I love making music. So you're making music? You're producing? Yeah. yeah. What kind of music you're producing? House. Really? Yeah. And where can we hear this stuff? I have stuff, stuff, some stuff currently available to stream on all platforms, uh -huh. but I got an album coming this year. And what genre house are you? Are you uh, it's called, I would say it's Tech House. Tech House? Yeah. Who's an example of Tech House DJ? Uh, Black Coffee. Black Coffee. Mm -hmm. I saw him in Brooklyn Mirage this summer. Me too. I was there. That was amazing. He laid it down. He did. He did. Mm -hmm. Louis Vega crushed it too. I was there on that one too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the one. We did the yeah. Louis Vega. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Monolith's good. Monolith's very good. I like Nora Impure. You know, I have a nice little list. My, I would say my favorite house music 
DJ artist right now is probably Vintage Culture. This guy out of Brazil. Okay. He's a monster. Yeah, send me some uh, playlists, please. Yeah. Spotify. You yeah. use Spotify? Uh, kind of. I'm a title guy. All right. Well, whatever. Send me mm-hmm. some, some some songs. So, oh, yeah. Um, what's, uh, what's your favorite part of Outsiders? I mean, uh, you've been to enough to know about it, and you've been to a couple of hikes. You actually introduced us to Alex Donahue, mm-hmm. who uh, Alex. is a character. Big Donahue. We were supposed to be, <laughs> actually, we were supposed to interview him today. <laughs> Could make it, and you actually filled that in the spot. That is going to be a fun interview. That dude. <laughs> I'm actually a little worried about that interview. I'm not going to get a word in edgewise with him. Uh, I love Alex. That's my he, boy. Yeah, he actually uh, came out to one of our camping weekends. He nice. he did some graphic design work for us. Nice. Uh, for our, he actually, shout out to him. He he pretty much built out the pages for our destination trips that we launched okay. this year. Okay. Um, but what a character that dude! I mean, he did a good job on Instagram those pages. Too. I'm like, my man, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll I'll tell him thirst trapping, bro. Thirst trapping, 100. <laughs> percent Like he's uh, <laughs> like really, yeah. <laughs> you guys will see. Yeah, you'll see. <laughs> Vans, you'll see. <laughs> I don't want to divert. Don't There's nothing I'm saying here I haven't said to his face. I, I no problem. And the thing is, he can take it. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, my boy. <laughs> so, uh, oh, I forgot what I was going to say, but uh, what's your favorite part of the Outsiders? Um, the bringing people together of various different cultures, genres. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about uh, just sitting in a club and right. partying or whatever the case may be. You can actually have some quality time, talk, really, really interact. Right. You know, and it sounds like that's kind of what you like, obviously, along with the creative side. But Burning Man yeah. offers that opportunity. Yeah. I mean, for us, you know, the the overnight trips, mm-hmm. this is a op- better opportunity to really make connections. Yeah. But even the day trips are like uh, smaller versions of that. Yeah. And uh, it's stuff that uh, not like can't always offer. See that that one the one time I went on the hike that was my birthday weekend. Yeah. And we had partied. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> we, we had parties I the whole week. I think I remember one of the guys who showed up was so hungover that when we, one, he slept on the, on the bus. Yeah. So when we got to the summit, he took a nap yeah. and just slept for 30 minutes before we went I know, I know who you talk about. I'm not going to call him out, though. Yeah. <laughs> Shout him out. Figure. Yeah. That's my boy. And yeah. that's the same. That's, uh, we did, that was one of my favorite hikes, by the way, Stairway yeah. to Heaven. Yeah. And Stairway to Heaven has multiple, uh, has like the first part, which is, you know, the boardwalk over Swampland. Mm-hmm. It's like a very flat, easy, beautiful hike. Yeah. Then you cross, you cross this cow pasture and you have to cross the road and then there's mm-hmm. the elevation. And that's the yeah. tough part. That's the tough part. And what's hilarious is your boy Donahue <laughs> looks at it. He's like, there's a farm right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get ice cream. I'll see you guys when you get back. Yep. So, and yep. what's funny is that since then, yeah. whenever we get to that part, we kind of have a, you know, a little announcement for those who feel like they're not in... Uh, Good enough shape to do right. an, a elevation of that level, and it's, yeah. it's possible for anyone. We push yeah. people, but it's a little more challenging. Yeah, we say, and we say, there's a farm right there. <laughs> you can get ice cream, <laughs> and he set that off, and it, and uh, and that's definitely uh, that's thanks to him. That's the Donahue hike. Yeah, <laughs> big, big Donahue. Exactly. Yeah, what was cool, especially that the the crew I brought, that's like the downtown Jersey City crew. Yeah. You know, I hang with these, this this group all the time. Yeah. And um, oh, and actually, because of that, some of them are actually coming on our Zion trip. Yeah. Which I know you were considering going. Yes. If you're still considering, you better hurry up because we have t- two tickets left. I know. I know. I loaded it up the other day. I'm on it. <laughs> well, I have two girls that are gonna buy tickets next week and take those tickets. If all you right. Know. All right. All right. I'll get on it. Same. <laughs> but I wanted to, I wanted to bring them to something different. Yeah. We had done 
bar that weekend. We had done a club that weekend. And I said on a, on a, on Sunday we're gonna go on. It's a on hike. your birthday weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the way they have one. So on Sunday we're gonna go on a hike. Yeah. They're like, all right, let's go. I said it's gonna be cool. Trust me, man. Got yeah. everything under control. Yeah. Yeah. And they all enjoy. it. They still talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's some, some something new. And some still actually attend without yeah. you. Yeah. So they've become part of our community. And that's what it's about. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, bro. And um, we'll continue. We'll obviously push whatever you do. So one of the things that we do also is anyone in the community, people do creative things and right. interesting things. And anytime they're trying to push a project they're working on, we tell them, send it to us. We'll repost yeah. it. Because it is a community. That's the right. point. Um, let me see. I got to get more of the bike riders out there. I know a few went. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't get more. Um, I don't. It's fine. I haven't asked this question in a long time. Obviously, you have to ask specific kind of people. But uh, what's your experience like since you started going to the outdoors as a person of color in the outdoors? How do you feel? Because typically, it hasn't been inclusive, mm-hmm. and it, you know, barrier to entry. Yeah. Uh, there's a few things that aren't c- conducive or easy for people right. minorities well. to have joined. So how do you feel when you're out in nature at this point versus when you started or overall? I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. It's just, I think that a stereotypically, it's just not something growing up mm-hmm. that let's just say black people do. Right. That's just all. Right. And <clears throat> as a very open-minded person, I'm like, why not? Mm-hmm. Let me go see what this is about. Let me go see what that is about. Yeah. You know, never put myself in a dangerous situation, but I am explorative. And, and I, I think, I think that's translated a little over a lot to because I mean, the the target demographic I've had is diverse, diverse, right? Yeah. So, doing having done that with nightlife, mm-hmm. I still targeted the same way, right. um, but now it's more inclusive. There's there's not a doorman who's an ass. Right, who's like, right, right. So so because we're inclusive, we get a wide range of people coming through. Yeah. You know, I love being able to be the the uh, the group that makes it accessible and those resources easily attainable through us. Yeah, so absolutely. I'm glad you, yeah, you're definitely more, op- you're open-minded than a lot of, more, not, not just talking about race-wise, but right. most people. people. Like, people. You went to Burning Man, that says a lot. <laughs> um, what is a dream that you've yet to achieve? Hmm. Professionally, DJ in Tomorrowland. Okay. Main it's, stage. It's in Belgium? Belgium. Yeah. Yeah, I went to that, it was, I was looking at it like, yeah. wow. First time I went to a nightclub, I was 16. It was the Palladium. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and Flex and Cypher Sounds was up there spinning. And I was like, I want to do that. <laughs> so now I'm looking over there. I was like, Solomon, I'm going to do that. Okay. And I'm like, Solomon, like 55. I got time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that working. Um, what is your most embarrassing moment? Ooh, a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> <Gotcha>. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give you a little context. Some people mm-hmm. have been bringing it up. Some people have embarrassing moments like, you know, uh, get, getting pantsed uh, mm-hmm. accidentally. Um, two of those stories. Just, just random, you know, stuff that makes you cringe a little bit because it's so embarrassing. Any moments like that? I DJed a wedding one time. Nobody danced. I guess for a DJ that's embarrassing. A embarrassing. normal person may not understand. It was, it, yeah, yeah. It was, it, was early in, it was early in the career. But I, I think I think back on that like, really? That Why do you think they didn't they, they dance? Was your set? It wasn't that bad? me. Or was it the culture? <laughs> what, what kind? Was it a specific culture kind of? No, no, no. To this day, I still don't know. I think about it every now and then too. Yeah. You know, I'm sitting there like, why? What happened? Right. Uh, I was on the drive home. Like, I don't know what happened here. Right. Yeah, that was embarrassing. Okay. Uh, 
I got a couple more. I don't know if I want to share them all. <laughs> you don't have to share them all, but if they're good, share them. Anything really good that stands out? Like, oh, that's embarrassing? Or, eh. nah. Okay, good. <laughs> we'll keep on going. <laughs> Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want to share with the viewers? Uh, no. No? No, 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 no. It's pretty poignant questions. Okay. You know, if I wanted to share anything with the viewers, I'd say go adventure. Yeah. Yeah, and every sense. open. And, oh, adventure. You know, we keep on bringing it back to Burning Man, but I feel like it really changed your life based I, on what you're talking about yeah. right now. And, and shout out to Lee Bloomer again, uh, rest in peace. But like, yep. the fact that you did that and that opened your eyes to be like, now it's more adventurous. I, you know, I, I like being able to provide that for people as well. And, yeah. and one of the things that stands out in my mind is um, my good friend Brian, mm-hmm. uh, Brian, you know, the Jersey guy. He, uh, he before before we met before we actually took this this first crazy trip yeah. he was always taking your safe trips like you know mm-hmm. in the caribbean and yeah. this and that and uh i took him to colombia and, right. uh, yeah. <laughs> and we went to colombia i bought the ticket and he was like oh nervous i was cold sweat i'm like just buy the ticket man we'll be all right yeah it'll be fine uh, and then he bought the ticket he's super nervous like his mom's freaking out because <laughs> yeah. uh, she's also you know kind of sheltered and yeah. so on yeah and we get there in the first day, you know, first day in any place, South America, we're, right. you know, we're, we're aware. Yeah. We got connected with a friend's cousin who was showing us around. Right. Just heightened, heightened awareness. Right. But yes, yeah, such, such a great time. And now this fool has gone to like Istanbul. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's gone to like so many different places yep. and is like an adventurer. Yeah. And at his wedding, he gave a speech. And one of the things he said, because his wife is, is of Colombian descent. Okay. And he said, uh, he shouted out that trip and he said how yeah. it changed his life. And I feel good. And being able to do that for people who join us on outsiders with yeah. the destination trips, or even like the local stuff, yeah. feels great. And that's, that's my pleasure. Yeah. So 100% go out and adventure for sure. Yep. Um, all right. Well, this is the uh, five rapid fire questions. It's the last uh, part of our. Our, our interview questions. Okay. I'm like starting over the words. It's last segment. Uh, so are you ready to answer these rapid fire questions? Let's do it. All right. What's your favorite city other than New York? Black Rock City. Black Rock City. So Burning Man. Yep. This guy is an ambassador for outsiders <laughs> and Burning Man. Um, if you could do any other profession, what would you do? Teacher. Teacher? What kind of teacher would you be? Uh, I would say high school. Did, what did you study? Did you go? What did you study in college, by the way? Business, business and marketing. Okay, um, works perfectly. But why did you? Why why uh, teaching? You can impact children. Okay. Yeah. Very smart. Um, what's your biggest fear? Ooh, biggest fear. I'm not afraid of failure because failure makes you successful. I would say. That's my biggest fear. Failure. Uh, it just makes you know you you trip and fall, you get back up, you know. Fallen so many times, let's get back up. Okay. It's not easy. Right. I would say disappointing the ones that I love. Okay. Um, what is the best, your favorite event you've ever DJed? And I have a feeling I know the answer to this. Mm. Um, Hammerstein Ballroom I opened oh. up for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Opened up for Earth, Wind, and Fire? Yeah. I thought you were going to say Burning Man, but that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, that's, how did that happen? Uh, well, it was a company I was working with, uh, Empire Entertainment. Yeah. I had done a couple gigs from Adam Khan. He calls me up. He's like, listen, I got this gig. I need you to do an hour set. 
Yeah. You know, but you can't play anything that the other artists. Now it's like, okay, cool. Anything of the other artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, all I'm gonna tell you now is that it's just um, it's like funk and soul. Right. Oh, he didn't tell you who it was. Yeah. He said, I gotta, I said, I gotta tell you like a day or two before because that's kind of how we do it. Okay. You know, because he won't be running around on Instagram or Facebook and everything. So he calls me up. He said, all right. Hammerstein Ballroom, and you're opening for Earth, Wind, and Fire. I'm like, Earth, Wind, and Fire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I get off the phone, and I'll call my mom up. I'm like, Ma, I'm about to open for Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> She's like, what? She said, that's going to be the best band you ever saw. What a line. I saw, I've seen them live. Yeah, I'm actually going to see them Wednesday. Really? Yeah, I love Earth, yeah. Earth Wind, and Fire. Amazing. Yeah, that was, that was, that's one for the books. Awesome. Yeah. That's that's a great gig, man. <laughs> um, last question is, what's your favorite food? What'd you ah, bring us? Let me break it out for you. Yeah. And make sure you tell us why it's your favorite food. Okay, I see. It looks like ketchup or hot sauce. That's a lot of sauces. It looks like what, a couple different sauces. Chinese food? <laughs> My favorite food is a pulled pork sandwich. Okay. Where is this from? This is from uh, Hamilton Park. I knew you went to Hamilton Park. Got to keep it Jersey City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so let's see what you got here. And and why is this your favorite you. food? Oh, you got one for me? Yeah. Thank you very much. Um, and do you want some of this? My parents. My parents are from North Carolina. Okay. Oh, really? How did they end up in Jersey? Uh, work. Okay. Yeah, I came over. What there. do they do for work? Uh, my dad was a retired regional director of HUD. My mom was a director of HR for New Jersey Transit. How do you, uh, how do you, what, what do you prepare it with? I eat it the way it's made. Thank you. Okay, so these are just extra yeah, sauces. Yeah, these are extra sauces. You got well, hot I'm gonna sauce, you got Let's try this Asian the way it's jammy. made. A nice potato bun, too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, how about the pork? It's actually pretty good barbecue. Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. Been there before. Always great. Yeah. Love their food, but you know, I like this right by there too. The Vietnamese spot. Oh, the Thai. I, I looked at it today on the yep. I forget, I don't know how to pronounce it. Hanoi or whatever. Yeah, 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 right there in the corner. Mm. So, other than obviously tasting great in your parents, what's your first memory of having this delicious uh, sandwich? We, we would go uh, to North Carolina to see family, you know, a couple times, yeah. Yeah, especially in the summer. Mm -hmm. And that was always. It was always there, doing the barbecues, right? Wherever, yeah. And, you know, there's plenty of barbecue shacks down there, in of course. Maxton, North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. So, on the way back home, we were stopping uh, Rocky Mount at a restaurant called Parker's, where we stopped for lunch. You know, me and my little sister, my my older sister, but we're kids, we're little. Yeah. And uh, we stop for lunch, and we get our little sandwiches or whatever, and uh, we eat it, and then my pops will get a couple tubs to bring back. Had a little cooler in the trunk, and we bring bring it back up north with us. What would you bring back? Oh, uh, the pulled pork, chopped yeah. barbecue. Yeah. And so it's always my favorite because it's very nostalgic. Every time I yeah. every time I taste it, it very reminds me of my childhood okay. and my trips to North Carolina. It's a great reason to have this as your favorite food. Yeah, I'm pretty good at making it too. All right, then in that case, <laughs> you gotta make it for us in the summer. Next time I got yeah. you. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Well, I appreciate you coming by. Not a problem. Appreciate you sharing, telling your story. Yeah. And I love the message you had about going out, exploring, yeah. be adventurous, uh, get out of your comfort zone. Yep. It's amazing. Yep. Um, keep doing it, man. I brought something for you. Brought something for me? I thought you brought something for me already. What'd you bring? 
a charity called It's All Love. Okay, tell us about it, please. And um, this is, uh, Sarah's beloved. Yeah, it's a hoodie you're wearing. Hoodie yeah, you're wearing, right? Yeah. Okay. And uh, we me and my nephew, we have a clothing line, IAL Clothing, and um, that's one of the first pieces that we uh, produced over the course of December. And I want to make sure I got it to you. Tell me about the charity, though. Oh, it's all love. So I thought it's all love barbecue. But what does what does the charity do? Basically, we've done various things: food drives. But what is it raising money for? Like, what is the charity benefiting? It's benefiting a company called a nonprofit called AMI American Nietzsche, where we sponsor one or two, depending on how much you get up, first-generation college students to be mentored. Okay. And uh, a friend of mine, Jules, she, uh, she, she works with the company, and I've done various events with them, and I think it's a great thing. Yeah. And a lot of times they uh, use, they, they recruit students from Jersey City that uh, their parents hadn't gone to college. Right. And, you know, you know, you know the college experience, if, it's already tricky. But if your parents don't know how tricky it is. Absolutely. You don't have guidance. Yeah. They get them internships, clothing, etiquette, all types of classes, just mentorship. Send us more info. Let yeah. us know how outsiders can help this. Yeah. And uh, that's a great cause and, and something uh, I never I, I never thought about. Yeah. But uh, I can see the importance. So yeah. thank you for the hoodie. But also, more importantly, thanks yeah. for sharing that. And let's, let's do something with them. Yeah. It might be a music festival in Liberty State Park soon. <laughs> Outdoors. Let's yeah. do it. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. All right, man. Thank you. Um, yes. We're going to finish this yep. and I uh, appreciate you for tuning in. Thank, nah, you. thank you for having me. <laughs> nice. Ooh, that's great. You should have mentioned that earlier. <laughs>